I have an amazing giveaway alert for you. Right now, you can win a bottle of elderberry syrup. Go over to my Instagram at hello.happy.nest and you could be one of the lucky winners that gets a free bottle of elderberry syrup. Good luck. Well, welcome back to the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast, where we explore the intersection of health, happiness, and productivity. I'm your host, Christiana, and I'm super excited. We have a very special guest here today. But before I get started with the guest, let's do our podcast fan of the week. And I'm going to read the review by this podcast fan that's called M-O-R-T-U, so Mortu. The title of the review is Unlock Your Zen in One Minute. And the review reads, listen to one minute mantra episode. This episode was a real game changer. It introduced me to the power of one minute mantra for stress relief and focus. So many golden nuggets and helpful tips. A must listen. So I hope that you check out this podcast episode about the one minute mantra. And I'm also so appreciative about Mortu leaving this amazing review. If you have not left your review yet, go ahead and do that because we give those fans a shout out. We totally appreciate it. It's always like a nice little mantra to myself when I read those reviews. But with that, let's get started with our guest here today. We have Nate Schmidt and let's introduce yourself here. Welcome. Yeah, so my name is Nate Smith. Um, I'm going into my last year at Cal Poly. Um, I'm an agricultural business manager, and I just recently opened up my own store in downtown Slough. Amazing. So now you can immediately see the tie and We have the happy, healthy hustle. And here we have a college student that's hustling, full-time college student, I have to say, mm -hmm. and running a business a store in downtown slow and so just to give you some context here running a store in downtown slow is not an easy and inexpensive or um you know a task you just pick up just like that so nate you must have some true superpowers what do you uh, think is your superpower how would you describe that if you if somebody were to ask you you got that done yeah yeah so I mean I think you kind of touched on it like doing the student you know all of that I think my superpower would be multitasking even though I'm not I've always not been great at it I just I think that throughout this process I've been able to get better and I think multitasking during a week because maybe during the day I'm not the best but spacing out what I do during a week between my duties at my store uh school um, I have a girlfriend, you know, my family going and seeing my family and then hanging out with friends like a normal college kid. It's like, uh, being able to balance all of that stuff in a week is definitely super hard task, but I think my superpower helps me make it a little easier. Oh, I love that you're kind of putting it in perspective because what we tend to do is that we are you know perfectionist we look at one task we're like well could have maybe done this better no i don't know about this but you kind of like looking at well on an average i really got stuff done right mm -hmm. so through the week you know when i look at my schedule it, it just kind of all happened right. was I it like perfect to... no but it, you know what it was perfectly imperfect and that's exactly. what you just get 
you know, you just get shit done. So that you're like, you're checking it off. You're like, you know what? It got done. And that might be better than somebody else that was like, you know, I'm still working on it because you just did it. So tell us a little bit about challenges. What was the biggest challenge and why? Um, so, you know, the biggest challenges I think is that we did this at such a young age. I have three other business partners and all of us were under 21. And when we first started doing stuff, you know, you, when you start a business, it's like, everyone's like, no, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Um, you know, they have no vision of the future. They're just like, what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? And, uh, You know, the, one of the biggest things I remember is that we went into uh, the business. Uh, we went into Bank of America because I wanted to open up a corporate account. And when we walk in, I see the receptionist and she's like, she's like, what are you guys here for? And I'm like, oh, we're here to open up a business bank account. And she just, like laughs at me and I'm like, what? She's like, you have all the paperwork. I'm like, I have it right here. And she's like, all right, well, then here's uh, Mr. Ramirez. And I walk into his office and he was super cool but uh, there's definitely been multiple moments throughout this entire process that uh definitely people like don't they see us as really young or they don't like believe that like you know even when we would tell people we had a store downtown they're like no you don't you know like there's no way so just li little stuff like that it's just definitely it's challenging to but um Yeah, you know, and it. what I love is there is that reality check. There are always mm -hmm. going to be doubters and they're going to be the cheerleaders. And sometimes the doubters are amazing because it kind of like makes you filter out. Is that really a good idea? But I love your perseverance in keeping on going despite all the doubters. Mm -hmm. Kind of thinking, no, I know this is a good idea. So tell us a little bit more about what you're actually selling because I think that in itself this is like a superpower how you found your niche right there mm. what, what what is your store all about and you're obviously thriving in your store so yeah a little bit from the very beginning to how you're now where so we are now building like a one minute story arc here yeah yeah so um I'd start with me coming to Cal Poly um I came to school not a lot of money um wanted to allocate my money towards you know what was the best and I was like I'm spending so much money on clothes I want more money to go eat with my friends you know uh go hang out do events you know surfing whatever it may be that costs money for gas you know so I was like okay I'll spend less money on clothes uh so I started going to you know Goodwill bins Uh, goodwill with me and all my buddies would go freshman year from we'd like all get in one of my friends cars in the dorms and we'd all drive together uh but one time I found this like my favorite band's always been Stussy I'm wearing it right now but nice. I found this Stussy windbreaker and, I, and it was like three dollars and I grabbed it and I looked it up and it was like 120 $130 online and I'm just like what you know like It's crazy how you can, like, if you look right, you can find stuff that like, people really want. And that started, I mean, I just started buying, going all the time, you know, every once in a while to just get more clothes. And then uh, I had my, one of my friends move over and we both had a bunch of clothes and we decided 
one of my friends was having like a pop-up and we were like, Hey, we can go, you know, get some of our clothes out of our closet. And we, we made a, you know, a little bit of money and, uh, we thought it was a lot of money, but we, we sit there and we're like, dang, okay. Like maybe, maybe there's a, maybe there's a market for this, you know? And after that, we um, were, you know, reinvesting, spending way more money. Uh, we did a pop-up on Dexter lawn at Cal Poly. And that time we made like twice as much money. And we are like, what, you know, still thinking we're like big, like we're, we, we made it, you know, with like a couple hundred dollars. And, uh, and so obviously now in your store, you're probably much more selective in terms of what you're selling, right? 100%. So, like there was literally about recent, per, recent sales, or there was a fun, like I would call like nearly Cinderella story right there. I yeah. want to hear that. So, you know, uh, one another thing is that we just kind of everything's always just kind of worked out for us you know we we got this store in a year so everything's just all, all the chips have aligned for us and with the summer coming we kind of weren't fully anticipating how all of our market was going to be gone all these college kids were going to be gone and we are buy sell trade and one of the miraculous stories was uh you know we were kind of struggling to get more closing without spending too much money and you know doing all that stuff and we were like oh dang and you know we buy this pair of pants off a guy that comes in the store and um it's a pair of levi jeans right and like uh they're big e levi's which is like uh i guess a more rare form of the pants and uh you know we start asking people how much they're worth and you know we end up selling these pants for 10 couple tens of thousand dollars and we're like what like so i think being there's definitely been other items like this guy came in with uh, a bunch of old rock tees and um he brings in this one prince tour t-shirt and uh we buy it for you know a little bit of money and we look online and it's worth a thousand two thousand dollars and we're like what like it's just crazy how there's definitely like little stuff but we try to be like you said uh being selective and then so we're, we're very selective with how we spend the big money with like stuff like that the prince tee you know the levi pants and then it's being so like semi-selective into a price range that we think our customers will consume right because you know nobody's walking in and buying a 1200 hundred dollar shirt you know no one's walking in and like oh so we're trying to hit that price range for college students to be able to get something from like a 30 to $40 range. Cause like, you know, online they're selling for 60, 70, but we're getting them for a lot cheaper. And we're like, okay, we're, we're trying to bring something that you would actually love. Like, you know, you're not just buying a random shirt and being like, Oh, I'll just wear this on Tuesday. You're like, I just found my new favorite shirt. And that's kind of the thing that we try to do. So I love, and it's kind of like somebody's trash is your treasure, so to speak. 100%. And what yeah. I there is a couple of things I really like. One is you're really doing like a repurposing strategy, which is very green. Of course, we don't mm -hmm. want to, you know constantly buy new clothing from a place to where you might not even wear it very long. There's no story behind the shirt. But what mm -hmm. you're really doing is 
you're recycling clothing, you're turning them around. And at the same time, there is that second part, that element to it, to where there is a meaning behind the shirt. Maybe, um, as you mentioned, it's your favorite brand. Maybe deep down, you're a Prince fan. Maybe you got that from your family. So there's a connection mm -hmm. that each clothing item has. And I sometimes say if if clothing or furniture could talk, it would just be so amazing to hear who <laughs> owned this before and and where did they buy? Did they buy it at the Prince concert? And mm -hmm. I mean, Prince passed away now uh, many yeah. years ago. But you know, you would love to know sometimes, like what happened to this? And uh, nearly like with cars, where you look up, you know, the history okay. um, of okay. the owners. Yeah. It's so neat if that would exist with clothing. You're like, oh my gosh, it was purchased there, and I can't believe it. So you put <laughs> around all the time, and we're just like. Like we had this jacket literally last night and we looked at it. We got it in LA two weekends ago and we're looking at it. It's like 1944 and we're just like, and it, on the inside, it says like, uh, you know, a bunch of army or I think air force lines. And we're just like, was this like an actual pilot or is this just like a remake or like, you know, can't ask the clothes. So we don't know, but I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. So if you, if you think of, um, some way that you could connect the story to the clothing and uh, as I say if clothing could talk or whatever you could figure this out I don't know one day maybe artificial intelligence will help us yeah <laughs> uh, where you can scan the clothing and it goes oh, back no and then, you know nearly like a QR code type thing with with, with fruits and vegetables so where you can scan it and see where it was grown. Um, I do that a lot with my produce or with wine sometimes, but you can figure out where the grapes were harvested. That would be cool with clothing, but we, we are not there yet. So right yeah. now we're just going to your store and we're just amazed that these wonderful pieces of clothing exist. And I love how you segmented your target market and thinking about marketing. You're very strategic in terms of the price point, the product and how you promote your store, of course, and your store being right downtown in St. Louis Obispo, which is um, abbreviated as slow, being in a perfect prime location right there. So I would love to know how you obviously got started by self-motivation, but was there another person in your life that influenced you to do this? Um, Yeah, definitely my dad. Growing up, uh, he would always talk about, you know, different stuff. And I think I'd always get that... Uh, the entrepreneurship characteristic from him. Um, I just always, when, you know, I was, my parents had me when they were really young and the first thing that they did was go right to work and, you know, they provided for me and I have three little brothers. So, you know, it's a crazy house. They gave up their dreams to help us achieve ours. And, you know, that watching that, like, kind of hurts because you don't really get it till you're older and you're just like, dang, you know, that, that sucks. And, uh, you know, my 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 dad a year ago started working on his own brewery and it's like, dang, that was, too, you know, I'm 21 now. So 21 years later, he's finally getting the chance to, you know, do what Nate Smith the first wants to do. Not always worried about, you know, Nate Smith the second. So um yeah definitely my dad and seeing what he gave up and my mom too what she gave up you know my mom stay at home mom all throughout my life and my dad was always working in Utah or Colorado so he wasn't around much in high school but he was just working to provide for us and you know my mom held down the pack and took care of us every day and 
you know, something that we really needed. I love it. And I, I met them in the store. I mm -hmm. went there on the opening and I took my two daughters along and bought them actually some shirts. And Nate, um, I need to send you those amazing pictures that I took the other day. My young daughter was wearing um, the shirt that I wore in the promotional video that you filmed. And my older daughter wore the t-shirt that we bought at your amazing store. So they are like walking advertisements for you and they absolutely adore the merchandise. So you're doing an amazing job in bringing clothing in that really resonates with them. So I truly appreciate all your insight right there. So now, of course, we are wondering, how can we get in touch with you? Um, where can we find that store? Is there a website and special social media where we can find out more about you? Because you're so inspiring. We yeah. need to learn more. No, so um, some things we're working on right now. I mean, we already have our Instagram in place. So, I mean, if anyone wants to check out who we are, you know, what our story a little bit and all that stuff, uh, our Instagram is at Central Coast VTG. And that's Central Coast VTG. Not vintage, it's VTG because vintage was already taken. Mm. And then um, we also are working on a website right now that we're hoping it's going to be out in the next two weeks. Um, and that's just centralcoastvintage.com. And um, yeah, last but not least, I think we're also working on setting up a YouTube channel too so we can have all these little things that each one of us have kind of been in, a part of and put all of the videos on the one place. So if anyone's ever interested in looking at you know something that we've done they can just go onto the youtube and see and then we're also working on that promotional video which you were a part of and we were so grateful for that and uh yeah so we're, we're hoping that we're going to get the website and all that stuff up in the next two weeks and then have that promotional video to you know put us back out there marketing wise and yeah it sounds like there's a lot going on and you're an unstoppable hustler coming from a family of hustlers. I absolutely love it. Um, we're going to put all those contacts into the show notes so then the audience, you can uh, keep in touch with Nate and follow his wonderful journey. I always say we are buying stories. We're not buying just products. And your story definitely inspires us to check out a little bit more of what you're up to. And I'm sure this is just the beginning of your trajectory. So I'm very grateful that we did this interview today and I'm sure the audience absolutely adored listening to this as well. But with that, we're at the end of our episode here today. Happy, healthy hustlers. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. And I hope that you're staying healthy and well and keep hustling. And I look forward to hearing you on the next episode. Thank you. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast. If you have any suggestions for future content or any feedback, please let me know. I would also love to share with you that I'm about to launch my Journey to Wellness program. And I'm sure that you as a happy, healthy hustler would love to be part of this wonderful 21-day transformational program. It gives you some quick and easy tools that you can use at home to get your health journey started. Stay tuned. And until then, we'll catch you next time.